Hi folks, uh, we do have at least one content warning this week, and that is that there will be some discussion of pet death. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit. We'll try to be really clear about warning when we're going to. Uh, the next thing to warn you about is we have lots of animals around the house. Some so of many. them make some of them make noise. The sun is out, so they may even still be rooster crows in the background occasionally because ninjas just a loud motherfucker bringing us to point. Three, Three. <laughs> which is that we tend to swear a lot. <laughs> yes, indeed. Just just knocking these warnings out fast. Today. Yeah, I mean, seriously though, ninety decibels according to my 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 watch noise Ninja monitor. The yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, like, and my watch is going crazy. Going, hey, uh, don't you know you need to watch your ears. Sustained sound at this level will damage your hearing. And I'm like, no shit. So on that note, hi folks, welcome to Productivity Alchemy episode 200. The big 200. I am, I'm just like, wow, man. I'm impressed. <laughs> who, who thought when we just sort of threw the idea together, I threw the idea together just to get you organized, uh, four years ago, uh, it would become this. Yes. Now, technically, the actual four-year anniversary isn't... Like, the actual anniversary of when show one went live is still, like, two weeks away, I want to say. Yeah, because you didn't take the two weeks I did take the two-week break, but you know yeah. what? Uh, 200 is close enough for me. Four years. Four, four years. It's just astounding. Dude. Yeah, dude. Uh, and as I always do, and I'm going to try not to get weepy this time, I'm eternally grateful to everybody who listens, to everybody I've interviewed over the course of the past four years, and to, you know, all the, the people who support of us and in letters, etc., etc. Also means that it's time for a kind of a milestone. And you know what's nice about these new microphones is I can, like, talk while I'm doing it. Okay, this is... That sound is the door closing. Yes. Uh, this book right here represents all four years in interviews. Wow, and it is, of course, disc-bound. Is it a tool? Um, it is a tool. Tool! Um, and, but this is... This is like it. Like, when I started, I didn't really have sort of... I, I put together a little manifesto of... Then I keep that one with my show notes. But this is the notes from all the interviews and letter shows over the past four years. And I can't get rings any bigger. So you're going to have to start volume two. I'm going to have to start volume two. It's And it's a weird feeling. I even have it divided by year in the thing, so you yeah, can yeah, sort of he, see. He has lots of, of little tabs and Yeah, and, and notes and things. And he um, puts the stickers on the plastic dividers, which I, is a good place to put stickers. Well, yeah. Um, the big problem, though, is uh, when I went to Amazon and was looking for a new one, yeah. just the, just the, this is a, a half-letter uh, tool, junior, as they call it, um, they were out of stock. I'm sorry. In the black cover. So it's okay because I've still got the, the, I call it the working notebook. It's the notebook that I actually use for upcoming episodes and things like that, that I'm going through. I take all my notes. I put them in that, that, and then as I finish them out, like every so often I'll go through and say, well, this, this one's getting a little hard to close. So we'll just move them to the archive. And now for once the archive has hit a stage where, Wow. Right? That's, I mean, that's impressive. Wow. So after today's show, I'm going to be retiring that one and then going on the hunt for just a new simple cover. 
um, since it was not available last time I was looking to, like, it sold out everywhere. I'm like, really? Are you still enjoying doing the show? I really am, you know, and that is, I think there are two pieces to it that are incredibly important, and the first is that the listeners are enjoying it, right? And if the listeners aren't enjoying it, I don't know if I should continue doing it. If I don't enjoy doing it, then it's time to stop. Right. Right. And every so often I go through the, am I still enjoying this? Are people still getting value out of it? Yeah. And so I just, I'm just going to keep going until either people tell me to stop or I just can't, you know, I, I just can't see doing it anymore. Right. Um, part of the reason we stopped the Hidden Almanac was we were both burning out. Yeah, it was that. That was a lot of yeah. of work, and and I am I am pleased with the arc we did to end it. I feel it it wrapped it up nicely, and uh, you oh, know yeah. we we brought everything together. But yeah, that was that was a brutal amount of work, mm-hmm. and uh, um, and like so many collaborative projects um, that can happen. Why did I suddenly go quiet here? Um, whoops! Button, button. Who's got the button? Um, okay, there we go. Sergey, Sergey, did you do something to me? Lord. Anyway, like so many collaborative projects, um, we were able to, like, you did most of the writing. No, no doubts there. Writing is your thing. You scripted it all. It was brutal. I did script, I think, one or two episodes over that run. Uh, you provided input, uh, absolutely, yeah, on, constantly, on things. But yeah, like, all the time. I think I wrote the crossover episode with uh, um, Planet X. Yes, you did. Free Planet X. Yes. Um, and uh, I thought it was funny that at the end... I was the one providing a lot of character insight into into Mort, even though you're the person who was writing him all that time. Uh, just because I write the character doesn't mean I know jack shit about them. <laughs> I mean... Okay, that's fair. That's like, fair. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just writing dialogue, yeah. I, I have no idea what I'm doing, usually. Yeah. And, and, but, uh, and I think this one grew differently well it's certainly a much more organic process because you don't have to sit and script everything like yeah if you had to script hours of show every week we would go barking mad yeah you know it, it wouldn't be possible the the idea though is that what started as a i'm going to help you and we're taking the listeners along on the journey um that and turned into somewhat of a uh, holding each other accountable at some times and uh, a kind of a, a forum about how we're managing things has been just great. Absolutely wonderful. I love it. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's all that. Uh, all right. Well, first of all, we should probably cover the, the basics. How was your week? Um... Since the last time we recorded, it was really shitty, and then it got significantly better. Yes. And so this is where we're gonna we're gonna warn you right now. Um, uh, yes. Yeah, so just yeah. go. We we lost a pet, and we are going to talk about that for a few minutes. Yep. You can always skip ahead to the music. Yes. Yeah. Um, so for those who don't follow us on Twitter, uh, and who may have missed it on the socials, um, Ernie passed this past week, and it our, was our senior hound dog. Yeah, yes. Ernie, Ernie the hound. Um, and, uh, it was, it was hard on all of us. 
it was very sudden. Yeah. And, and I think, uh, it was certainly, I mean, it's never fun when it happens. I think it Ooh. was actually easy for me compared to some other losses we've had because, uh, he, he died at home in about five minutes. Like, like yeah. he literally, uh, coughed up blood, looked surprised, fell over. Yeah. And, and yeah. He'd been having trouble for a couple weeks, like two weeks. Yeah. He, he, like we think he had like a, a minor stroke or something and he was recovering from it pretty nicely and had a great weekend and then just, you know, was kind of having a rough week and then, and, and then went. it was, yeah, yeah. Um, and the thing is that what kills me on these is the dithering and the long drawn out. Are we doing the right thing? Oh, yeah. Should we subject them to this next treatment? You know, is this, uh, what is the quality of life issue? Are we not yeah. treating this because we're cheap or because it's ridiculous or what? So, um, yeah, it was, it, it, and, and, uh, I, I give him full agency over it. Yeah. Right. Uh, so for me, other than the bit where death is inherently biological and messy. Oh God. Uh, so messy. It was easy because it was completely out of our hands. There was yeah. there was no way we could do anything. We couldn't fix anything. We didn't have to. I mean, like, literally, we were prepping the car for to take him to the emergency vet because he'd coughed up blood, and then Liz started yelling that he'd fallen over, kind of thing. It was less than five minutes. Yeah, and it was. It was. Yeah. So, for me, it was actually pretty easy as these things go. It's never easy, no, easy, but no. we didn't have the dithering. Yeah, um, and then, you know, I took care of everything after that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, so, and we just got word his remains are back, so we can pick them up tomorrow. Yes. So he can come home. Um, but yeah, after that, uh, it, it put a damper on things for it, a couple days. Uh, it did, yeah. And the thing is that because Kevin has done Cat Rescue, because we have, you know, a lot of pets moving through... It's not that we don't uh, love them and feel the loss greatly when they go. It's just that mourning and is kind of a skill, and you get better at it the more you do. So we're yeah. actually kind of champs at the grieving pet loss and moving on kind of thing just from long exposure. It, it's still, <laughs> you know, it's still kind of cast up. Uh, sort of a pall over Oh, the, yeah, the yeah. I, did, I mean, it sucks, um, but, yeah, you know, I, yeah. I hate it, but we're we're okay is what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah we're, we're, okay, we're, we're, we're okay. fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, past that, you know, coming into Monday and I'm exhausted um, because we're doing our global all hands, which means that the Zoom session sessions start at 9 a.m. and wrap up around 1 p.m., so it's a good solid five hours of nothing but uh, panels and sessions and panels and sessions, and so I'm just I'm just done, like physically done at like two thirty three in the afternoon because all of my attention span, all of my focus has been on these sessions. Um, today is the first day where we we had them that were engaging enough. Well, okay, not engaging enough, but that pumped me up instead of. All right, now I'm going to sit here and listen to someone lecture for for whatever. Much better energy in all of them uh, today. Even when it's an interesting lecture, there's there's only so much you can do. Like, I there are classes that I took in college where 
you know, the early morning and the right after lunch professors were, were right working uphill. Right. But even then, there is a skill to presenting. There is an even uh, higher skill just because you can present well in person does not mean you can present well over uh, a virtual thing or a Zoom. I am great, frankly, at uh, talks to children uh, on books, and I could not possibly do it over Zoom. Right, right. Whereas I've had to practice all of the above um, from, you know, in person at the very beginnings to... I don't know how many, you know, all my years working from here, it's very rarely I would fly to the West Coast to give a presentation to the bigwigs. No, they would all sign on. Right? We're, we're, we're at that, we were at that point by the time it was done. So I've had a lot of practice at both. And, um, so, you know, I, and I have the big presentation next week of the stuff, you know, I finalized and I did all the, the pre-work and did a, uh, sort of a review presentation last week. Of it, so um, this won't be the entire company like the the global all hand stuff is, but it's still you know one of those you know this is this is going to be important. Like the work got called out in one of the sessions today about something the one of the groups I belong to had done, and I'm like I I'm not sure it's done yet, but it's certainly further along than it was. Okay, we'll, just, well I'll just let that one roll. I'll just let that one roll. But, you know, so so there's a big difference in the, the energy levels. And, yeah, I my attention span was completely shot again this afternoon. Yeah. Um, but at least today, I'm not fall down, drop dead tired to go with it. We'll see what happens when we're done recording, because you're about to put me through the paces. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I actually have had a terrifyingly productive week. You have. I, um, and the thing, and I don't think this will necessarily last for, uh, ever, but, um, I've written like, uh, close to 9,000 words so far this week, which is. That's, yeah, no, for you, that's terrifying. Yeah. And, um, basically, I just said, I can no longer write at the kitchen table. I, I am going mad. And it, okay, it wasn't that I was going mad. It was that nothing was getting done. I would sit there and it would just take an eternity to drag words out of me. So I would get up. I would take my med. I would go to the co-op or, you know, well, first I would get lunch slash breakfast. And yeah. uh, then I would go to the co-op, which has outdoor seating, and sit down with the laptop and start writing. And I would... It worked because... Because of the, the Vivant sort of focus, even after I would run out of battery and have to come home and plug everything in, I would still be writing and thinking of things to write, and I would come back and write a few more hundred words and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And uh, on projects that are actually the thing I needed to work on, no less, like the sure, horror novel and my, my plan. the, the paladin novella oh, and i'm oh like God, you're heavy and oh, today was a uh oh hello buddy a novella that uh or the start basically starting a novella for that i owe some people and i don't know if this is what the one they'll want but <laughs> i started it anyhow this is the one you're getting i don't know if this is the one you want and uh it's yeah it's it's uh been kind of terrifying and then yesterday uh, when I had got home from from writing, and 
some writer friends of mine in the Slack I'm on were having a a power hour of writing where basically well, I'll just get on a damn Zoom meeting and <laughs> write and all you can hear is the clicking of keyboards. But this is very useful for lots of people because it's there's an accountability issue of yeah, 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 yeah you know, yeah. I'm not going to just sit here and surf the internet because other people can see me and see I'm not typing kind of thing and uh got head down on that and so I wound up knocking out like four thousand words yesterday and which is you like brain slime, yeah. you know, at the end of it. Uh, I This is not a level of productivity I can probably sustain, and I am aware of that, <laughs> so I am trying to enjoy it and not While be last, like... yeah. And not be like, why can't I do this every day? Because you'll die, that's why. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's... But it's nice, and since I have God knows projects that need to get done, I'm I'm hoping it uh, it persists for a little bit. <laughs> We'll see. Yeah. Uh, I just got word today, I don't know if you saw this, uh, just before we started recording, actually, that uh, Cafe Diem mm -hmm. has announced when they have in-person indoors again. Oh, my God. I can go to my coffee shop. Yes. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. I, I... You going to be okay? It's as if angels have descended and sung to me. <laughs> oh. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Hold on, I'm looking at the calendar, and uh, yeah, that's like um, about uh, one, two, about two weeks away. Well, like yeah. Hopefully, that'll be just in time to get Galen's novella finished and sent to my editor. Fair, 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 fair. So anyway, so yeah, uh, super productive for a little bit. Aware that it probably won't last. I and I can't say whether it probably it's a combination of both a getting out of the house in a yeah. all-you-can-do-is-write scenario. Yeah, yeah. And also that I am taking the Vyvanse essentially on an empty stomach. I am not drinking anything acidic, like, like even decaf coffee, which apparently lessens the effects. Oh. And so uh, that's oh. probably uh, doing some of it. Well, that's exciting, then. Yeah. So. All right. Anyway. All right. Well, I guess we've we've talked enough about this. So we are going to interview Kevin, who some of you may know as the podcaster and host of Productivity Alchemy. <laughs> I hear he keeps chickens. We'll have that interview, which we're really excited about right after this. Okay. Are we back? We are back. All right. So, Mr. Sonny, <laughs> where were you on the night of August 15th? No, um, please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do. Okay, so hi, I'm Kevin Sonny. I am, by day, a uh, site reliability engineer for 
Did I say site reliability engineer properly? Anyway. Uh, not quite, but I, people get the gist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by day for uh, Elastic, the search company, and on our cloud services. And in the evenings and on the internet, I am a person who records podcasts, this one in particular, as well as keeps chickens, keeps up with the cats. I occasionally play video games. You know, the usual stuff. You're married to me. I am married to you. Uh, yes. And it's going to get... I'm going to say that's that's not a full-time job, but at least part-time. <laughs> yeah, and as we start to reach the point where we're going places again, I suppose my other side hustle, as the cool kids call it, of acting sort of as your personal assistant <laughs> is going to come back into play. Wait, how is that a hustle? I don't pay you. <laughs> You take me fantastic places and let me meet amazing people. And uh, my nickname on a lot of them is tax write-off. It's true. So it's I, true. I'm getting paid, just not an actual cash. <laughs> and I appreciate that. No idea how much I appreciate that. I'm glad you're there. <laughs> not just to carry the stuff. That, that yes. way there's always someone who can, you know, read the train schedule and stuff. It is it is uh, a series of skills I've learned over time. Yes. And some of them before I met you and many of them after. <laughs> uh, cool. All right. Um, <laughs> I guess that, that covers one. How do you keep yourself organized? So... Tool. Tool. It's, it's actually a, a continually improving process, right? This time last year, I was like, I am all in on Apple. Yes. Right. Uh, reminders and notes and, uh, that entire ecosystem. And then it wasn't working for me. So I figured I'd adjust and went back to the, I will try all of the things. And I like moved to Apple Mail with some handy plugins that I've talked about in the past. Um, and to, to help me keep like all of my correspondence organized. But the big change, uh, the other thing I was doing last year is also using a um, paper planner. I was using a Filofax, mm -hmm. right? And so this year when I, <laughs> earlier this year when I could no longer see the tiny print on the half size, the A5 or the half letter pages, I went out and I got a big tool because they didn't have the layout I wanted for Filofax in... You heard it here, folks. Kevin is talking about his big tool, and that's why we have an explicitly marked podcast. <laughs> I bought 8.5 by 11, and I, I went through, and I'm like, okay, so I bought the weeklies. And he they says didn't... it's 11, but we all know. Well, <laughs> it's certainly not the 8.5. <laughs> Anyway, anyway uh, moving on. Had the option there and, and went for it because I'm a terrible person. If yeah. you are interviewed on Productivity Alchemy, Kevin will not make these jokes with you. Unless you, you know, explicitly say, please make dirty jokes. At yes. which point, it'll be a whole different kind of interview. Point being, I'm using a, a full-size page now. Uh, and this is because your vision was starting to go. Because my vision was starting to go. Even, even with my uh, progressives and my what are basically trifocals. Right. Being able to just sort of glance down and to my left, which is where I keep my planner on my desk and see things is important. Right. Oh, Not yeah. have to adjust or pick it up or whatever. Um, and I tried a couple different layouts and I've been working actually with Reagan Earl, who is a longtime 
fan and a friend and who has been featured on the podcast in the past, sort of customizing out a weekly planner page that works for me. Right. And it has been just incredible. We're, we're actually working on a way to remake it so that we can share it. And, and this is, gets back to one of the, the sort of, central i i think philosophies of productivity alchemy if i may be so bold which oh, yeah. is uh you are not failing the tool the tool right. is failing you and that's tool with two right. o's not and not you and an umlaut uh tool <laughs> will never fail you uh be like if it's not working for you it's not that you have failed at bullet journaling it is that bullet journaling does not right. work for you right. and if there are parts that work keep them Right. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I love a, keep and adapt. Yeah, I keep. I love the single page. I keep a single page weekly spread with all five days on it. I don't do the specific times. Like, I don't need a big long list with all the times to block out time on it. That's what my digital calendar is for. Right. Morihei Ushiba, who founded Okido, mm -hmm. uh, said once famously that you should study all of the traditions of the world and take what was good as your own. And uh, so, yeah. uh, planner-wise, if it works for you, do that. This is this, the bits and, that yeah. don't. You, they don't. You don't have to worry about them. Make them go away and put something else that works in. Yeah. And one thing I do is I color code my checkboxes. Yes. Uh, like blue is for work because that's like that's one of Elastic's primary colors. Purple is for me, personal tasks or stuff around the house. Orange for my on-call week. Uh, green for any Dorsai events I have. Um, and I think, um, hot pink is for, uh, vacation days or days I, or holidays or whatever. And so that's working out really well. Like you can tell Friday is a holiday for us. Oh yeah. A shutdown day. And so I just, that's like the first thing on the list, the entire row is hot pink. And you know, I can check that off as it happens, but you can tell I'm also on call. Because there's these orange blocks showing what days I'm on call. Kevin is holding up the page for me. Oh, yeah. And so this is not doing you a lot of good internet. Yeah. I'm sorry. But yes. Yeah. I would send you photos of this thing filled in, but I'd have to blur out so much because I have like specific meetings, you know, done. And I do it all uh, as a PDF, right? I edit a PDF and I print it out every week with the changes. And then I just punch holes in it, shove it in my planner and go. There you go. In the end of the month, I take all of my weekly pages and that month's monthly pages, which have notes like days off and, you know, so I can pre-plan things like, oh, yes, we're going, we're planning on going to Worldcon in D.C. I will mark those off on the calendar now. So that, we got to book a hotel room. I, I don't think they've opened up yet. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll that's, check. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you keep on top of that because I anyway, certainly will. Yeah, that's, believe me, that's, that's <laughs> one of the things, yeah. Um, but I'll take all of the, like, the month and that, and I, I have a, a archive basically book that I keep it all in. And then at the end of the year, I can review that. Um, do you keep it past that or do you chuck it? I still have, I, I have all of my archives for the last couple of years. I've been doing paper planning, right? Some I have chucked because it's like, these are dated pages that I never used. Okay. We'll chuck them out. Um, there are some like where it's like I had scribbled down notes about things that it's just like, yes, here it is. And, you know, I'm constantly updating like to-do lists and rolling things week to week or whatever. So it's also a way for me to go back and at least at the end of the year and go, okay, let's see from where did it start on the list to where did it come off the list, right? Either is checked off or canceled. So I can get an idea uh, at the end of the year, kind of what have I, I've accomplished. 
And as with so many planners, right, I've, I've added a couple extras, like behind the month, a moving thing is my someday or wish list of tasks I want to do, which is just a simple to-do list that I replace the to-do word with someday. <laughs> and, you know, it's it's got things like um, ideas for opensource.com articles, or my reminder that I want to actually get titers done this summer. Oh, of your rabies. Uh, rabies and my uh, MMR. Oh, yeah. I'm in that lovely age category where it might have worn off. Oh, boy. You may not have that problem because you got a newer vaccine when you were older than I, I did. I was 17, yeah. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you got a significantly newer vaccine. Uh, well, than they'd I did. lost, uh, they couldn't find my, my mom couldn't find my yellow book and I'd had everything done in Japan. So they had no records and uh, they, could, or they couldn't turn any up. And my yeah. college was like, no, you have to have had an MMR. And so it was just easier to go in and get the damn shot. And right. boy, howdy, that one hurts like a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not looking forward to it. Right. Yeah, it's but, uh, yeah, it was, it was. But I need to check to make sure I'm still protected. Right. right? Yeah. No. No. Absolutely. Measles isn't something you want to fuck around with. No. And that's. I mean, that's basically how I do it now. Is I've got my digital calendar, which gives me all my alarms and sort of lets me time block things out day to day. I have a, a weekly checklist with things on individual days, so I don't miss things. Right. And I sit down every week and transcribe my digital calendar to the paper just to make sure. And once a month, I do an overview. Of that as well, uh, of both of them. I have a, a daily habit tracker on my weekly page. So instead of trying to do a reminder every day to, to feed the dogs, I just have it as part of my my daily checklist. You know, I was like, why am I cluttering up my my attention and my alerts with things like feed the dogs, um, collect the eggs, put the chickens to bed. These are things I'm going to do. I just you know, want the checklist to make sure. And on one occasion, it, it, you know, saved my ass when I looked and I said, oh, I've not put the chickens away and it's getting kind of late and went out. And that was not the night. No, no, no. No, that was not the night that, that Becky got hurt. Who, Becky now lives outside my... Becky is is yeah. doing well, I think. Yeah, significantly better. Significantly uh, better. Um, she uh, she still has a she has a horrible sheet of scab across her back that is grotesque to look upon. Yes, but uh, she is her cranky self. Yep, and uh, her her best buddy, strong independent, will come up and hang out with her and eat treats yep. next to her, and and they will cluck at each other. And uh, she's walking again. Uh, one of her legs is is probably injured. It's, yeah, but... she's a little she's limpy on that leg, but she's getting better. And I mean. Let's face it, Lorge undoubtedly broke a leg at some point, and he still walks around. They can recover from things, and it does. If long Although as, it's hysterical as long to as watch not him in pain, run, uh, yeah, with that limp. Oh my god! Uh, he he looks like like a sailor, honestly. Like he's yeah. got the the back and forth roll, and yeah. Uh, yeah but uh, oh, yeah. as long as they're not in pain and happy, that's really uh, who cares. If I, they're limping it's or not, Becky. She's always. I think she's happy being grumpy. Uh, some people are. Some yeah. people are only happy when they're miserable. Yeah. yeah, but I mean that's that's really the the gist of it at this point. You know, uh, email, paper, and uh, calendar to like a digital calendar to make sure I don't like miss scheduled things. And what digital calendar do you use? I'm using the. It's. I mean, it's a Google Calendar, but I'm using Apple's calendar program just like i'm using apple's mail program mm -hmm. even though it's really google mail on the back end 
I sense that there is a great deal that could be said about that, and we're not going to say it right now. Yep. Uh, because that's a talk for another day. <laughs> All right. So uh, what systems and or habits are valuable to you? And wow. I think you should mention that chickens are a valuable habit to you. Chickens, chickens are not just a valuable habit. They're a lifestyle. They're, they're practically your religion. Uh, yeah. Um, so one, uh, I have my routine, and we'll talk a little bit more about that in the next question. But um, as far as like habits go, um, one of the ones that I try to maintain right now is turning off social media when I'm working. Right? It is really easy for me to say, oh, let me go check at this thing on Twitter. Let me go see how today's chicken photo is performing. And dopamine hit, dopamine hit, dopamine hit. It's an hour later. Yep. You got it. Um, uh, the other thing is automating. Like I, I'm trying to make a habit out of, I do this particular thing a lot. Let's automate it. Um, if I'm going, if I'm like the first thing I do when I get a mailing list now, as I say, okay, we're automatically going to filter this into a, into the appropriate folder and you know, which nine times out of 10 is the read later folder. And cause I, I want to read it. I just, it doesn't need to be front and center of my attention. And then when do you read it? Um, a lot of times I do a lot of that catch up, uh, after work. Um, I'm trying to do, instead of having my email up and bing, 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 cause with work, uh, you know, that can be a constant interruption. Um, like, two or three times during the day so that I'm not, again, dopamine hit, dopamine hit, dopamine hit on reading email, right? Um, you get dopamine from reading email? I get a, you know, panicky nausea. I have, I, I have. missed something. You know, yeah, well, that's, that's why I do it this way, why I do it in batches. Um, and, you know, if there's something I need to address later, I'll start, put a flag on it, whatever you want to call it. Um, if it's not, Great, get rid of it. If it's something I, the, the David Allen's, um, getting things done philosophy, if you can do it in two minutes or less, do it. If it needs to be done later, put it on a list for that. If it's, you know, if you don't need to bother, just read it, archive it. Uh, and that's, that's huge. And that also helps me hit inbox zero about once a month. And then I let it build back up because I'm terrible. We're all terrible. But I'm not at 18,000 emails in my inbox with the, oh, well, I might need it later. Um, something else I've started doing every year now is I use the um, Google Takeout, which is the export your data, basically. Oh, interesting. And I export all of my email. And then I go in and delete everything over a year old. Right. I have the archive. I can get to it. It's safe. But now I'm not going, I need to find a message from so-and-so and getting 8,000 results, you know, from the last, I've had this account since 2007. So yeah, yeah. 13, 14 years worth of search results for Ursula. I keep them all because they're Aww. few. Aww. But you know, if I'm looking for the thing about uh, a specific, like, uh, 
you know, you sent me a manuscript to review in the last week. I don't want to be pulling up results from, you know, last year or the year before when I'm like Ursula manuscript. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, granted, of course, when I, I sent you a manuscript yesterday and I'm being very good about not like, you know, sitting on your head yelling, read it, read it, tell me that right. it does not shame my ancestors. But, uh, yes. Yeah. And that's, that's just it, but automate. And so I'm trying to automate as much of the, we're going to call it toil away. Like, um, I've thought about how can I automate pushing my calendar events into my list on the PDF, right? that's going to take some programming. I don't, I have to learn some things to be able to do that. And I have to learn some things for work first, slightly higher priority. Um, so, you know, automate my email as much as I can, uh, automatic, you know, make sure all my calendar things that I have to be places for have reminders. And, uh, if I have to physically go there, travel times so that I know when to leave. Um, and then, yeah, the, just the, when I'm processing, when I'm going through stuff, the the good old if you can do it now do it if it's going to need deeper thought put it on your list to get done later and if it's if it's not an actual actionable thing toss it right so um yeah yeah those are those are my big habits i think drink more water <laughs> <laughs> go out and spend time with your chickens go out yeah but that's that is a habit, and it it's, is something you should mention because it contributes to your mental so health. So it is it it is a habit, not in that it's regular times, but when I need that extra time to think, when I've spent, you know, three and a half hours already on Zoom calls, and I have a half hour window before the next hour and a half or whatever it's going to be, yeah, I'll go out and spend time with the chickens. And just to Just to let it go, to sit down, let it... Let my mind sort of let all that go. Get some, you know, uh, some people call it background processing. Let, you know, if I'm, I'm working on work, I've been working on something intense and I just, I just need to step away for a minute. The chickens are so valuable because when I'm out with the chickens, it's, I can't help but focus exclusively on chickens, especially with the babies. The little devils keep trying to run under my feet. And I have almost stepped on a couple so far because, like, my foot was half up and half down, and somebody snuck under to try to steal something. Then I start to lean back, and they're like, "Oh God, the sky is crushing me," and and I'm panicking because I'm like, "Oh God, did I hurt it?" And yeah, yeah, right. Oh, okay. So number four, how do you decide what to do first? It is completely driven by the priorities. And whether or not there's something already on my calendar. What priorities? Explain the priorities. So the priorities kind of roll down to um, after I do my daily, I, I get through my daily routine and I sit down at my desk for the day. It's... Your daily routine, like shower, take the dog out, feed the chickens? Yeah, all that stuff. All yeah. that stuff. Um, and we'll, we're going to talk more about that, I believe, in the what does a typical day look like. Um I don't, there isn't, that's not on here. Oh, that may be, okay, so that may be how this one sort of, what does a typical day look like? What do you, yeah, I'm thinking about how the questions have evolved over time, and I need to, I probably need to update the list. Um, so, well, let's try, what does a typical day look yeah, like Yeah, like, you? so it's get up, feed the dogs, because the reason I get up is probably because the dog, oh, there's a hard adjustment. The dog yeah. has gotten me up. Um, 
So first the dog goes outside, takes care of her business. We come in, I give her her food. I take care of my business because Lord knows my bladder is ready to go. It, I, I will say there has been a lot less middle of the night. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, um, sometimes it's feed the cats. Sometimes the cats are like, I'm sleeping in and don't come bother me until you get up. Um, but, you know, get coffee and then... Once the coffee starts hitting, take care of the chickens. Make sure everybody gets their morning treats. Make sure everybody's out. Count the chickens. Yeah. Count my chickens every day. Um, Lately, you have had to move Becky from her, her yeah. from the garage. Uh, to, to the front infirmary porch. Infirmary to the front porch. Infirmary. Yeah. Um, and then back to the garage at night. Um, and then... The hen spittle. Yes, the hen spittle. Oh, my. Oh. That was... I'm pretty sure that was Will. Pretty sure. Um. After all of that, that's when I have the time, or when I, I say, okay, got to get my head on for work. The best way I find to wake up, even after the coffee, is a shower. Um, when I'm at a con and I'm and it's like, okay, I my alarm's gone off, I have an hour until I'm supposed to be on shift, first thing I do is I shower, mm-hmm. because it wakes me up. So, brush teeth, shower. By that time, it's probably time for more coffee, so I come downstairs to refill my coffee, um, I use an Ember travel mug. I love this thing. It will, it keeps my coffee warm through thick and thin until the battery's out. And now that I have a charger on my desk and a charger in my car, it doesn't get cold. Which is great for not wasting coffee. Yes. Um, and then after all of that, I've showered, I've dressed, I've, you know, packed up my bag. Cause like I'll have, you know, at night I'll have my iPad out, I'll have my stuff out. Put all my stuff in my, in my go everywhere bag, come downstairs to my office, sit down and, you know, put down my bag. So it, I, I actually have a mental sort of transition between this is home time and whatever. And now I am at work. You're like Mr. Rogers putting on the sweater. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then uh, I go through and I figure out. I start looking at like, all right, what Slack came in overnight? Is there anything I need to address there? Is there, any, you know, a glance at my at like the important email that are landing in my inbox and not all of the stuff that's being shoved somewhere else for the for things that need to be actioned right away, and then um, it kind of rolls into all right, what is the what is the thing that needs to be done most? Is there do I need to start working on another? Or, you know, continue on something I started the night before. That's going to be tomorrow morning. Um, before we start another day of five, six hours of Zoom presentations. But, and then there's the, okay, is it time to start something new? Did I wrap something up the night before? Woohoo. Um, but now I have to figure out what I'm doing next or where can I do some, some triage until my manager comes in and says, so that thing I told you was probably going to happen in six months. Yeah, it's happening tomorrow. Which is more sometimes than, the the priorities are inflicted externally. Yeah, and but one of the things that my my manager and I have worked out is that this is you know this is part of what I do is here's all the little fill in stuff I try to do and then here's the boom here's the project I need you to work on great I go out I do it and then I go back to like well that's done uh, I guess I'll start you know cherry picking things that have been lingering for a while. Um, and every tech company has them. Oh yeah. You know, bits of technical debt that would be so easy to fix. Just no one's 
bothered because they have so much bigger things they need to be doing. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. Next question. Yeah. What is the best advice or feedback you've been given? So... You can actually say it, it can be from this year since you do this every year. You don't need a whole lifetime, you know. Yeah, no, but I, I'm... It's... It's hard. Because, like, I'm the one... More often than not, I'm the one listening to somebody answering this question. So there is a whole list of things. But for the last year, um, the one, one that has come back repeatedly is my cousin Susan. When I did her interview, I want to say three years ago, um, that saying no is not a missed opportunity. It's giving the opportunity to say yes to someone else, right? And that's that's been hellishly important because there's a lot of stuff that goes on. It's like, oh yeah, I can work on that, I can work on that, I can work on that, both at work and with all the other things going on. And it's important to say, no, you don't have to do it all yourself. Yes. Hard. It's, a, it's one of the hardest things you Oh, have we're to taught do. never to say no to an right. opportunity because right. what if it never comes around again? Yeah, exactly. And uh, we talked about it last week with the was it last yeah the story of uh of of the of uh, tom waits and the song and oh, go yes. bother leonard cohen yeah no you have to know when to say no to these things um which is not a skill that comes easily to most of us yeah uh the other particularly one particularly those of a socialized female uh yeah um the one that i'm trying to kind of bring into other aspects of my life or or at least bring from from the productivity side to the actual applying at work side is keeping the stuff that works and getting rid of the stuff that doesn't. Right? We have a, a there's there's a, a statement in tech: fail fast. Right? Fail fast and go on to the next thing. Fail fast and go on to the next thing. Um, sometimes, though, you'll get locked into a no. We really want this to work, so we failed fast. We'll retool. We'll do it again. We'll fail fast again, and instead of you're making forward progress, but you start to fall into the, well, we've spent so much time in getting it this far to work just the way we want it. Why would we want anything else? It's the sunk cost fallacy. Oh, yeah. You know, um, and it's so hard to pull people out of that as well. Oh, yeah, in anything, not just in, yeah. in work. Yeah. Yeah. But so the the keep what works from a system and get rid of the things that don't is starting to play a much bigger role as I'm looking at big systematic things and going, how can we improve it? Well, do we put, yes, we've spent hours and hours on this particular solution. Why should we continue to put hours and hours and hours into it when we could put that same time into something that will potentially solve all of the problems we have these, with the existing solution and make it better? You know, but you know, oh, this is the one we have all our knowledge in. This is we've spent so much money on this. Why we can't possibly replace it because you know we're so invested in it. And it's yeah, like, no, yeah. no. Don't cling to a mistake just because you spent a lot of time making it. Yeah, yeah. And it it falls into I think um, also in tech we have this big bad habit, and I'm trying really hard to train myself out of it as well. Is that when we encounter a problem, we're going to code our way around it. We're going to find a piece of technology that will solve this problem and take and just take it away. 
And that's great, except often that means we're going to write this huge piece of software to solve this problem instead of, you know, we can do three things to reduce the pain and stress that the problem's causing, and it'll take us about a week, or we can set up this project and design the perfect thing, and it'll be ready in a month from a year from now. So we'll just keep doing it the way we've been doing it, the painful, excruciating, time-consuming way, until we've got this brand new thing that will make it perfect. Yeah, I know. Perfect is the enemy of the good. Per- perfect is uh, perfect is. It's not even perfect is the enemy of done. It's that rather than spend a little bit of time now to make everybody's life better, we're going to spend a lot of time to maybe make everybody's life better. But everybody's going to suffer until it's done. Yes. And and I, I it drives me crazy every single time. Oh yeah, don't work on that. We're we're working on a solution for that. When it'll be done, six months. Why should okay, nope, nope. Stepping away. You're going to have your wisdom teeth pulled, but you're not allowed to take aspirin until it's until then. You're going to have you yeah, well, yeah, you're gonna have your wisdom teeth pulled and you're not allowed to take any painkillers until that time. Because that'll fix it. Because that because that'll fix it, and we'll also be giving you the really good painkillers then. Mm-hmm. Like no, 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 guys, no. All right, so we have two questions, which I am told are the the oh. fun and and hard one, and the depressing and easy one. Yep. What do you want first? Oh, I always do the depressing and easy one first. All right, failures. Yes. Speak to me of your failures. How do you deal with them? So. I have learned over the past four years not to beat myself up. No, you haven't. You do it all the time. I do. I watch you. But not, but not, <laughs> but not like for days and weeks on end. Okay, right? that's true. You, you, you yeah. have gotten much better about I, yeah. letting guilt go. Yeah, I will, I will kick myself. I'll say, I really fucked that up. Um, if it's a personal interaction, I try to apologize and, you know, never do it again. I think that's hugely important. On personal interactions, I'm still learning a lot of things, and so I know I'm making these fuck ups, and I know I'm apologizing, and I'm trying to learn from it. Um, and that holds true, I think, for a lot of other things. I will kick myself maybe for at most an hour or two, depending on how bad the fuck up is, and then I'll I'll go on about my business. Right? I'll I, I try to make it right. If it is if it is fixable, fix it. If it isn't fixable, well, let's make sure that we never do that again. Right. You know, it's... And I'm not perfect, and I do make the same mistakes occasionally over again. And I probably beat myself up harder when I do that. Um, but, you know, it's it's a learning opportunity now. It's not a, oh, woe is me, woe is me. I will now go crawl into a hole and... Uh, and not interact with anybody because I'm a terrible, terrible, terrible person. Why would anyone want to spend time with me? Right, Sergey? Sergey is a terrible person and loves to spend oh, time yeah. with you. Oh, yeah. But Sergey feels no guilt about being a terrible person. No. Sergey is our cat. Yes. He doesn't care what we think of him. <laughs> yes. In case you were worried, I was, I was you know, damaging the cat emotionally. Yes. He's, he, no, he's currently rolling on my desk. I'm rubbing under his... Under his chin, he is he is purring furiously. The problem is that I have to keep my other hand under him because as he's rolling backwards to do this, he's landing on the keyboard. Yes. 
So, but Sergey cannot be removed from the room because he will throw a tantrum and knives will be flung and things. He might throw a tantrum anyway. That's true. That's just how he is. How do you celebrate your successes? Wow, that one has come a long way as well. Um, I am much more likely to, like, if I've just finished a thing for work, I'm like, yes, this is done, and, um, you know, just be like, woo, I finished this thing, and my coworkers are all like, yay, and I'm, I celebrate with them when they say, you know, when we hit milestones or things like that. Um, and it's a really good environment for that. We're really supportive of each other in, in that way. That's lovely. Um, for home things, with everything, uh, yeah, here we go. Yeah, I'm, I'm waving my arms in the big everything gesture <laughs> that we all do um, after 2020. Um, a lot of the ways I would celebrate successes uh, are kind of on hold for now. Yeah, um, we can't go out for sushi dinner. Or... Yeah, but I, I yeah. will certainly find my spouse and go, I did a thing and isn't it awesome, even if she doesn't understand a word I'm saying. I, I, I believe your spouse is happy that you're happy. Yes. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm happy when she's happy. Yes. And, you know, or, you know, occasionally I will dance around the kitchen with a cat. Yes. Mostly Shaw, because he's the only one who's really into that. Sergei's <laughs> just like, no. And uh, even Shaw's like, why the fuck are you spinning me? Or not Sergei. Uh, Shaw's like, why the fuck are you spinning me around, you big monkey? But as so, long as you keep petting me, that's okay. Yeah, he's he's very easy. Um, the, the I'm going to go out and buy a big thing, or I'm going to eat a special thing or whatever has kind of fallen by the wayside in the last year because... There's been a lot of, fuck it, I want this thing, so I'm going to go ahead and get it now. Yeah. You know, or I want to have this special food, so I'm just going to wait until 2022 when I can go eat at the one restaurant that does that again. Indeed. Okay, so, yeah, so delayed gratification is happening, but not on the same scale. Um, God, just last week, I'm like, I want, last week, yeah, last week, um... You know, I'm like, I want Van Richten's Guide to Ravenloft, the new D&D book. Okay, great. Pre-order. And then they were like, hey, you can get next day delivery on it. I'm like, thank you. You know, so I got it on release day, which was yesterday. By the way, fucking fantastic. I love it. I'm so excited about some of the things I'm going to do to my players. As one of the players, the, the maniacal laughter coming from that corner of the room has been... Um, as, as I've been going through page by page of the yes, book. Yes, yeah. is, is... It's fine. I play a berserker. A very emotionally stable berserker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, deeply unstable in the berserking, but it, it's yeah, going to be well, very yeah. hard to to upset. My... Yeah, so... But but anyway, the, the whole... <laughs> The whole thing of like, well, I, I, I am done with delayed gratification on a lot of these things, unless it's something I really, really have to save up for. Gotcha. Um, you know, I have my monthly tattoo appointment so that I can make a little progress. That is, in itself is a celebration of success, uh, as far as I'm concerned. Um, success that, you know, we've made it so far that I can go back to monthly tattoo appointments. Indeed, indeed. Um, also, that's one of the habits for my sanity is getting a tattoo every month or work done on, on my tattoos every month. Um, 
so but yeah the the concept of well i'll just save it all up so one big thing is just just foreign yeah it's you know? it's yeah uh just which yeah. is fair i mean yeah. you know eat drink and be merry tomorrow we may die yeah. And that has been sort of hammered home for us a lot yeah, in recent yeah. recent weeks. So uh, that concludes the the seven and an extra questions. <laughs> uh, so uh, what do you have planned for productivity alchemy going forward? Um, more of this? More of this. I am uh, working on the next round of guests. I found myself looking at my, my whiteboard calendar over here of, you know, I had months of backlog mm -hmm. and months of interviews in the can. And now I'm looking at it going, Oh shit. Cause this is about the point where I run out. I do have, I do have one for next week, but you know, I'm back in the let's talk to people and see who's open. I have at least one email I'm waiting on a response from. Um, maybe a couple. So to... if you would like to volunteer as tribute, now is an excellent time. Yeah, I've got, uh, basically openings from now until the end of the year. If people would like to volunteer as tribute, how do they do so, Kevin? Uh, they email me at kevin at sunny.com or they fill out the contact form at productivityalchemy.com or they can just, you know, message me on Twitter saying, Hey, I heard a thing. Uh, my Twitter is K-S-O-N-N-E-Y. I'll put all that in the show notes, except maybe my, I, uh, well, yeah, I'll put all that in the show notes. Cool. So, yep. Groovy. Uh, all right. Well, that's our interview, and uh, we will be back for some thoughts and wrap up after this. to thank Kevin for taking the time to be interviewed with us here on Productivity Alchemy. Thanks, Kevin. You should check out his website, productivityalchemy.com, where you can learn more about what he does, ways to support him, although, as we always say, don't, um, you, wait, wait, this is getting confusing. I'm combining too many things. Yeah. Oh God, I've lost my place. Kevin, what is the word of the day? Yeah, so, um, we, uh, our word for the day is four years. Four years. All one word. No spaces. Four years. For our badge code. For our badge code. You can, you can find out about open badges at productivityalchemy.com. Yeah. They're they're pretty cool. Yep. Um I we've been I I'm about to go make our two hundredth badge. That's it's kinda cool. And while you are there, you mm -hmm. can check out so past shows. On the and uh stop rolling on the keyboard. Um, that's directed at the cat, not you. So far as I know, none of you are rolling on our keyboard. If you are, we're going to have a talk. Uh, if you would like to support us, uh, tell your friends, post a link on your Twitter or social media to this cool podcast you found, whatever. Yep. Um, 
if uh, there are ways to give us money linked through the website, we say don't. We have plenty right now. We're doing fine. Yep. Uh, do you have a charity you would like to plug today? Uh, just your local animal rescue. Yes. Uh, this would be a great time to give money to a local uh, animal rescue in honor of mm-hmm. our departed Ernie. We got ours from Farm Friends. Yep. I will link to them specifically. Yes. But there are so many really good rescues yeah. um, out there, and they are all hurting not just for dog food and foster homes, but also money. It's yeah, expensive. Just straight up. And yeah. uh, this yeah. is a a good time because as the housing crisis is exacerbated, uh, people oh are... God. Um, getting forced out of their homes and frequently cannot take their pets with them to temporary shel- uh, housing and they wind up in shelters. Mm-hmm. Um, you may hear about shelters having an influx of people. Yes, some of that is people are bad, but a lot of it is people are stuck and yeah, are it's... like, either my kids can live in a car or the dog can go to a shelter and that's really a hard choice for people. So Yeah, um, and it's uh, yeah, it's just going to get worse. It's kind of like the it's not like the after holidays rush yeah you know this is this is more like the after the the housing crisis of 2008 yeah it was 2008 2008. it was was 2008 i remember which thank god i moved in with you because suddenly my income plummeted yes uh yes so um yeah uh we are in a housing bubble i suspect it'll get worse before it gets better oh it's insane i've heard about people looking for houses and having like them selling at twice the asking price sight unseen. Yeah, uh, people are pinging me to ask me to sell the house on Dog Skull, which is condemned and has a tree growing through it. So, uh, yeah. 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 They're, uh, I should see if they want to just buy the house. Be <laughs> like, sure, comes with a tenth of an acre. <laughs> and there's no. A... <laughs> no, someone will do it. Yeah, they probably will. That's the problem. And then Shepard would have to deal with that, and we don't want that. Well, but... I was going to say, and then they'll start trying to buy out all the other neighbors. Yeah, no, yeah. no one wants that. But anyway, uh, so uh, your local animal shelter is good. We mm-hmm. like farm friends. They uh, do dogs and cat rescue, but they also deal with farm animals, which is very important yes. around here. Oh, Because, so you know, people get uh, evicted or stuck, and where do the sheep and goats go kind of thing. So it's a, it's a Yeah, no, it's it's a problem not many people think about. Yeah, uh, and Lord knows we've had to think about it in the last few years. Um, yes, yes, we have. So, so. Uh, yes, and I think that's everything. Thank you for listening. Thank you again, Kevin, for being interviewed on your own show. No, thank you for putting up with me. Oh, well, uh, and I for, will put up with you forever. For, for doing the interviews every year of this this particular <laughs> bit. Um, final shout out to everybody who's listening, to everybody who's been listening, um, to everybody who started listening. Thank you so much. Yes, um, he he really appreciates it. This this brings him a lot of joy and 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 personal satisfaction. He's getting misty over there. Okay, people. yeah, we better stop soon. So, we better stop soon. Yeah. From from the podcast, to you I uh, just want to say, uh, go out there, stay strong, and do your best. To be productive. It's stay productive. Stay productive. Whatever. I just say it. I don't listen. (laughs) God, I love you. (laughs) Good thing, too.